Today we're talking to Gabriel Robinson of Glowing Roots Press. Hi there, Gabriel, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, thanks so much for having me. No problem at all. That's what ZineQuest is all about. Uh, would you take a minute to introduce yourself and let us know what you do in indie tabletop role-playing games? Yeah, I'm a relatively new creator of indie role-playing games. I got my start a couple years ago, starting to write for the Trophy role-playing game, and I've sort of continued to branch out from there, writing tragic fantasy and horror type of games. I really like to do very narrative focused and evocative games that are very collaborative between the players. And my first game I created last year for Zine Quest 2, which was called Candlelight, um, explored the afterlife of dead treasure hunters um, trying to escape a haunted forest. And um, this year I'm getting ready to do my second game. Do you want to give us a little bit of an elevator pitch for your second game? My next game is called Token. It is a one-shot GM-less duet game. And it is about the fates of a hero and monster who seek each other out in a dangerous wood um, for reasons that change as they learn about each other. And when they finally meet face to face, that's how the game ends. Whoa. So it ends at that moment, like before the big fight. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. The idea is that they might set out with different instincts about each other. You might think you're going to slay the monster. But as you realize the bonds you have in common, it might change. That sounds really interesting. I mean, it sounds like it's it's kind of telling stories of maybe with a folklore edge or at least with a kind of folk horror kind of edge. What what kind of other stories do you think it tells? Well, so it's definitely drawing on things like fairy tales, any number of those dark fairy tales where you have two characters opposing each other. A lot of like folk ballads, murder ballads, things like that, where there's maybe a, a dark backstory and some unexpected twists. Yeah. But yeah, the, the themes are all about, you know, your identity, communicating with characters and all, all the elements of your past coming into play where you might have sort of tragic misunderstandings and twists in the story as you kind of come face to face. That's really interesting. I mean, I, I think that sounds like definitely my kind of game when you were talking in your introduction about being very narrative focused and collaborative between players, um, especially in terms of running without a GM. That's, that's definitely what my kind of games are like. That's the kind of games that I write. It's the kind of games I enjoy playing. Do you want to tell us a bit about what the characters look like? Like how are they, how they interact with the world around them, how they, how they interact with the story? Yeah. So one thing about the system for the game, it's, uh, what I call rooted, what's called rooted in trophy. So it's using the trophy role playing game system. Um, so the characters are similar in that they're, they're desperate for some reason. They, it's implied they have a tragic backstory. And my goal with the game is to have many, many interesting options for the players to choose. The hero and the monster are really neither of those things. I call them the seeker and the dweller in this game. Yeah. So the seeker is the one who's going into this place and the dweller is calling the other one to them. There's a lot of options where maybe uh, the monster used to be human, you know, fairy tales with like werewolves or, or vampires or monsters. Right. And it's kind of implied that the the one seeking them out is kind of reached a point in their life where they're desperate. They need to go, you know, face this other other person or, or creature up to resolve unfinished business or maybe uh, escape a curse or something like that. Like when you've been playtesting it, what sort of ideas have people had with regards to the monster? I mean, um, is it classic sort of werewolves or have people had like more innovative ideas? I always like it when um, 
the monster kind of becomes more of a personification of something, I don't want to say social issue, but like something that's interesting to um, people environmentally, perhaps, or like a manifestation of something. Um, yeah, I mean, and again, coming back to the system, it's based off of its trophy sort of assuming like people who go into this haunted place are changed by it. So my thinking a lot is that this person, maybe they used to be the explorer and they became the monster. I'm also hoping players explore like uh, if the characters were related in some way, like maybe this monster's your grandparent who went out adventuring and became cursed and you're trying to go meet them or confront them. Yeah. So I've had some fun play with those ideas or even things like the hero seeking them out uh, created them once, you know, like a Frankenstein type of story. Yeah, so I'm hoping wow. to give a lot That's of options really cool. for the characters. Yeah, I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It sounds really interesting. Um, I don't think we've had anyone come on yes indeed to talk about trophy before do you want to kind of give us a quick rundown of what that no not so much what the system looks like but like how it feels to play yeah and um so i've been fortunate to get to write for the upcoming books so i've kind of been steeped in that that's why i'm writing that system it's it's very rules light it's basically telling the story of um of desperate people going to a place that doesn't want them there yeah what i love about it is that it kind of inverts heroic fantasy a little bit where you're not the good guys because you're going into plunder places and steal you are that you know it's it's framing that as you're the people in a place where you shouldn't be yeah and that environment's going to push back against you yeah um and i really really love that um, so it's very rules light really and very cool. evocative. Like we talked about earlier, it's very collaborative and very fiction first. So there's not a lot of mechanics. It's all about yeah. putting just the minimum sort of skeleton of the world that's built and having the players sort of flesh it out as they explore it. That sounds like it would be easy to convert to a different sort of play format as well as you've done making it a duet game. I think there's people who've made it into a solo game as well. So yeah, it's, it's one of these games. I was sort of talking about it with somebody the other day about it's kind of a little triumvirate of modern osr adjacent games mm-hmm. morgborg troika and trophy which have all you know gained quite a lot of traction in the indie space mm-hmm. in the last you know kind of year year and a half to two years i don't think that's really interesting the way that that's developed trophy in particular is one that i'm quite keen to to try out so yeah it sounds really cool <laughs> it's always been a lot of fun and it never goes how you expect i think that's what i'm going for with this game too that you just kind of put a bunch of interesting choices in front of the, the players and they'll pick those and build on them. And yeah, it's never going to be the same story. It sounds really, really cool. I'm very keen to check that out. So do you want to give us a few of the details of the Kickstarter that you're planning to run? Yeah. So the Kickstarter will be running February 9th through the 22nd, and it's going to be pretty similar in scope to Candlelight. If you check out my, my previous game. So, um, got the same cover artist, Ezra Rose, who's amazing. Um, so some very black and white kind of moody fairy tale horror imagery. Nice. My brother-in-law is the designer who I collaborate with. So all of the, the slick design is uh, not anything I know how to do, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I think it will look very, very clean and simple. Yeah. And I have some um, only two really big stretch goals, which are to have guest writers and a, a theme song and maybe a few soundscape tracks recorded to go with the game. Wow. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It's similar to what Chris Bissett did with The Wretched last year. You know, have a background music track that you can download to play along. That sounds really cool. I, I think a lot of people get a lot out of having these ambient music tracks in the background so yeah i really hope that funds that sounds amazing yeah yeah have you had anybody in mind to people people you'd like to collaborate with i've actually so i have a few writers who contributed to candlelight coming back so i'm very very lucky to have uh, jamila najadi of sword queen games 
Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Their stuff is just amazing. Um, so I'm, I'm, similar to Candlelight, I'm going to have writers do very small settings, which will just give those character options and details about the world and pretty much have them write whatever take on fairy tale horror they want to. That sounds brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about that. I have Nicholas Masick uh, from Monkey's Paw Games, who also added a table for Candlelight. These are big names you're dropping. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel so lucky. Um, I was very happy with Candlelight having that help me flesh out the game. And that's the goal here, too, is, you know, I'm going to do my best to to add these elements to the story. But there's just so many brilliant, brilliant writers in the indie scene. And it's so much fun to collaborate. Yeah, there's a few others. So, yeah. I'm really thrilled for you because that's that's a great team that you've got lined up there. The game itself sounds like it'd be um, really well suited to zine format, especially with the uh, kind of black and white imagery and clean lines that you're talking about. So, oh, I'm very excited to see the product. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. It sounds really good. And um, I honestly wish you all the luck with that because it sounds um, like definitely the kind of project I know loads of people who would really like to get involved with reading through that so thanks so much yeah i, you know, I hope it's a good game as far as a, a duet game and a, a game with a lot of like emotional range so you could get into really gruesome horror if you want to it could be a fairy tale romance it could be like a friendship of across generations um, all kind of stories you could explore but especially you know in, in these pandemic times when it's so hard to play together um, even playing online can be hard to organize so Hopefully a, a duet game isn't too hard to just grab one friend and play a game with, you know? I think these duet games are really kind of, obviously they're really good for that. I think that there has been an enormous explosion in people playing solo games in the last year as well. Mm-hmm. But the the small group format game, I think, is is really good. Look at the popularity of Iron Sworn, for example. Yeah, I hear good things. And other amazing duet games like that. So yeah, big kudos. It sounds really exciting. Gabriel, do you want to tell us where we can find you online? Yeah, so on Twitter, I'm at Trollhands, like the monster. And my games on itch are at glowingroots.itch.io. Amazing. I guess all that remains for me to say is thank you very much for coming on Yes Indeed Pod and good luck with your Kickstarter. Thank you so much for having me. Yes Indeed Pod is hosted and edited by Mark Shepard of Marks of High Water. You can contact the show on Twitter at YesIndeedPod, that's Y-E-S-I-N-D-I-E-D-P-O-D, or support the show by leaving a rating or review, or donating through Ko-Fi at YesIndeedPod. Intro and outro music is from Take a Chance, and interstitial music is from BitQuest, both by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Filmmusic.io. Until next time, remember, does Indie need you? Yes, indeed. <laughs>